Okay, let's let's play a game here called What Did Patrick Royce Watch Instead of the Vikings' First <laughs> Preseason Game Last Night? Well, uh, the, you know, Justified is back in a different form uh, mm-hmm. The uh, with this, uh, yeah. what the one being based in Detroit. And uh, he's a, it's not, it's not as good as the, the bad guys aren't as good as the, he's got, they got a good bad guy this year, but they're not as good as Mags and all of the other bad guys that they had in the original series. Uh, so I watched that. And then uh, Katie knew about a movie her sister recommended, The Quiet Girl. It's an Irish movie. Okay. Uh, you know, and every one of those Irish movies from the 60s, family movies extremely depressing because the old man's always a drunk right the yep. old man's a drunk and the wife's always pregnant and there's about eight mm-hmm. kids running around they don't have Classic any Irish. they're yeah. eating potatoes off the floor and stuff like that well the quiet girl ends up at a uh with some relatives or distant relatives a couple who end up you know, treating her great and buying her new clothes and, 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 and getting her out of her shell. But then they, at the end of the movie, they very slow movie movie at the end of the movie, they come back to her house and now she's going to be stuck back with these eight kids and this drunken father. And, uh, and then as the other family's leaving, she all of a sudden sprints out and starts running towards them. Right. She's nine. I think she's nine or ten. She's mm. very quiet. And she's hugging the father of the, you know, the the the, the father of the uh, of the other couple, the other couple, who, of course, I shouldn't tell you everything, but what the hell? Nobody else is going to watch it. I don't know, Judd. They, ear, earmuffs for Judd. I think he had this on the docket they, for tomorrow. They have actually. lost their son. They have lost the son, the, the young son who drowned and... Uh, and she'd only, the girl only found that out late, but she's hugging this guy and dad's coming up, walking up the path, right? Walking up mm. the path towards him and the movie ends. We oh. don't know what happened. We don't Love know. It. I sat there Love for it. an hour and a half, slowest moving, moving movie of all time. And, and now we don't know what happened, but then again, the Vikings were playing a football game, and we don't care what happened. So what's the difference? I mean, what's the difference between not knowing what happened and knowing that what happened last night means nothing? There's not, you know, so that's just so, you know, all you I mean, tell that, fans, tell that to Luigi Valene, okay? Yeah. You tell that to Luigi Valene. All you Viking fans think that. I was an idiot for watching a movie with a terrible ending. You were an idiot for spending more time watching a game that meant nothing. Okay, right? What? I love How? I love Here. films that end though allowing you, allowing you the viewer to imagine how it went. I like that. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like that. Hey, but all this, all the uh complaints about load management, right? In in the NBA and every place else. NBA, the NFL, I have a new proposal. If you do not play your quarterback or your top players in an exhibition game, you cannot then play them in one of these scrimmages against another team that you bring in. You cannot, you know, why in God's (laughs) name can Kirk Cousins 
go out and play against whoever the hell you're scrimmaging against, but he can't play a, a quarter in a game of a, a exhibition game well, where you're charging people ungodly amounts of money. I think you're shortchanging the action Kirk Cousins got last night. He did stand on the sidelines for the entire first half with his full helmet, chin strapped in, oh, wow. taking ready mental to, reps. Looking like he was ready to enter at any moment. Is that just right? To, like literally just like everyone else is, you know, in their no sweatpants or whatever. Pat. Like <laughs> no sh- Did we use our offensive line or not? Or well, we, we, we used one, one guy. Can you guess which one guy we started? Uh, left uh, Ingram. We used Ingram, right? <laughs> to see if he was see if he was any good. Was that what is that a Let's we just use? say if you're uh so there's one there's one sort of high profile guard left in free agency, Dalton Reisner, who visited last week. Yeah. Uh if you're his agent, you're making a phone call this morning to the Vikings oh, after oh, what uh, happened. Miss, last night. It, it it did not look good for Ingram even playing against their second stringers or something. Did did no. Seattle use any players? None of their so. main pass rushers. We can't even get Geno Smith, who was out in the street looking for no. a job. Drew, Drew, Drew Locke. Locke. Drew Locke My played guy. for like three and a half quarters last night. Drew Locke. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But, Gino, I mean, Geno was uh, he was a nobody at this time last year, right? Where they ended up stuck with him, basically. And he ended up being three times better than Russell Wilson. So, uh who who knows? But anyway, yeah, yeah. I wasted my time. You wasted your time, and it was more time. So okay, that's a, just just know that Viking fans. But okay. here's the good news: you should here's put out recommendations news. for these other preseason games. So Vikings fans, here are a few <laughs> yeah, Euro, here's, European here's movies another, and subtitles. Here's another boring movie you might want to watch. But wow. uh, here's the good news: I was working on something yesterday. And I forgot the clowns were playing a day game. And when I turned it off, we were just wrapping up, being two hit by whoever the hell these guys were. Apparently, this Olsen had pitched before us. I looked at their three pitchers, and once again, only that lefty Shreeby had, had I ever heard of. So the Twins had as many hits as the Tigers had pitchers I'd never heard of. <laughs> Shutting shut them out. But coming up next, a beautiful new National League ballpark on the horizon yeah. this weekend. Explain this to me. How, what are, is this one of our most ex- unexplainable teams, do you think? I mean, yes. I've been watching them forever. I'm trying to think of ones that had that there was no no rhyme or reason to what the hell's going on. I, I, I can't think of one. I don't know what the uh, – so Pat, that, they, they played. They played yesterday. four games in Detroit, Pat. In the first three innings of the series, they scored eight runs. In the next thirty-three, they scored a total of, uh, I think, six runs. Six runs, yeah. Thirty-three. Well, we, that's happened before too. Remember that one little blip that they had where they got who they get? They got eight runs off somebody in the first inning or something. They didn't score again for a week, you know. So, uh, I don't, you know, they really miss Kirloff, I think. Don't yeah, you? I mean he's our best hitter. I, he's the best now, and he obviously had something wrong with him the last week or so because he was striking out all the time before they put him on the injured list. But uh, they, that, you know, look at that lineup. You know, you look at that lineup. You sh- you shouldn't be that shocked. It, you know, it's a lineup where you want Willie Castro to be up for goodness sakes. That's uh, that's that's how bad of a lineup it is. 
I saw Pat that uh, Royce Lewis worked two walks against Hunter Green was actually doing a rehab yes. start yesterday in St. Paul, mm-hmm. and he actually they they hit him pretty well. I think he only, he only yeah. pitched like four innings, then they tagged him pretty good. But Royce Lewis worked a uh, worked a couple walks against him. I I was told maybe next week he's up, but I don't really know what the long term plan. I'm wondering if he's there I tonight. I, if yeah. Solano's not going to play, who's there tonight in Philadelphia? You know why not him? You know what what what's if he can rehab for three more days there, why doesn't he just come up and play for the Twins? Because there's a spot on the roster. What the hell? What are, what are we wait? What are you waiting to see? Plus, the Saints don't have a game tonight. They don't play on Monday, right? You know, I I don't know. They they drive me nuts. If, he, if he's ready to play, bring him up and let him play. Yeah. If, he, if he's playing there, why not? What what you would rather send up? I don't you know who. Kyle Farmer, you'd rather send up I don't, somebody like that. I I don't know. You know, you need a you need a guy to play a right-handed hitter. Let's go. What are we waiting for? Yeah, I think what's weird too. Back to your point about there's no rhyme or reason for anything here. That this and and you've asked this before too. Why is this team more frustrating than some of the other Twins teams? Mm-hmm. I think it's because you look at it and you know the current lineup as constructed leaves something to be desired. But when you get the full version of it, when you get Kirloff and then Royce Lewis and and the the version of Carlos Correa that you thought you were going to get. It feels like there's so much room for this team to still, and there's still hope, right? There's six or seven weeks left, that there's still a ceiling there that they could get to, but they haven't come anywhere close to it. Yeah. So that, that a, gap is the thing that pisses people off. I think yeah, that's a, and B is in all the years that this division wasn't good. It has never been on a platter like this. It's yeah. never been, it, it has never been this bad. And yet you're down there sprawling around in the mud with everybody else. You're, you're now back to two over, right? Two games over, two games over. Uh, or three. Yeah. They're, they're three and a half or, or for 500. Yeah. No, yeah. Or 500. One, two games four, over. Yeah. Two games over. Yeah. Yeah. They're they a mess. They drive me crazy. You know they do. They do drive you crazy because I, I mean, baseball is an inconsistent game. It lasts forever, uh, 162 games. But there should be there should be some expectation of what you're going to see, what you might be able to see. This team, there's no expectation. How do you go from hey they're playing pretty good to they just got beat three in a row by Detroit, which is worried about 2026. You know what's it's just unbelievable. The Tigers now, Tigers wrapped up the season series, right? Even with two games left. I believe that. I, is I think that's right. correct. I and the yeah, Twins I, are now, what are they, one in, they're one in six against the Royals and Tigers since the All-Star break, yes, I believe. Right. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking of going on Twitter and saying, you know, this Central might not be as bad as we think it is. You got the Kansas City beating them three in a row. And everyone's, maybe, beat, maybe, everyone's beating each other up. It's a great division. Yeah, yeah, everyone's right. beating each everyone's other beat, up. Maybe that's what the deal is. Everyone's beating each other. And weren't the Whiteys just beating the Yankees? The Whiteys beat the Yankees a couple of times, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. The Yankees. We can. The Yankees aren't going to make it, are they? They're not going to make the. They're they're back in last place in this in the East, and I don't think they care. I think they're waiting to get Otani. Don't you? Except I don't know if they can get Otani off the West I Coast. I was going there, Pat. I I don't think. Yeah, I he probably prefers the West Coast, but uh, uh, I think they'll try. Don't you think? I 
they, they, they got to be up to something because they aren't spending their money. And uh, would they like to? I think you know if you call them up, we're looking for a right-handed hitter. And if you called them, if you had called them up on August first, you probably could have got Giancarlo. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, he did. You see that clip of him like power walking from second base around third? <laughs> yes, it was a Jim Tomey power walk, basically. And, and Boone justified it. Yeah. Boone justified it and said, "Yeah, he's been, you know, he's been hurt a lot. He got it. Mm-hmm. It, it was unbelievable. He just gave up." What do I remember about best about him? Gino Giancarlo, south of France. Ricky Nolasco, right? <laughs> yeah. Ricky, our guy Ricky, who we gave, didn't we give forty-eight million to Ricky? That yes, four years, yeah. forty-eight, and he and Giancarlo headed to the south of France as soon as the season was over, and I'm sure it was just a, you know, swim and work out. It wasn't that. It didn't have anything to do with, uh, with uh, what, you know, ladies might be. Around there, I think I'm pretty sure we had in the because I think I think that was it was either I can't remember if it was Ricey and Mackey or if it was the the brand new Mackey and Judd show. But one of our shows, we were offered Ricky Nolasco for his like first yeah. round of radio interviews, and we asked uh, either Dustin or Mike, whoever the the PR contact was, hey, do you have any just like what, what's what are some things about him? What's like a bio? You know, what are some things he likes besides baseball? And and uh, they got back to us and said, um. Well, he likes cars and money. <laughs> yeah. Or cars like, and money. Uh, Who okay? doesn't like cars and money? You know, everybody likes cars and money. But that collection of starters that they brought in, Van Orley. Oh, my God. And yeah, the Vanable. And yeah. then him. And it, not only bad pitchers, but pains in the ass too i mean it was it was uh if you, and you could go to these guys lance Lynn. it's it the the outside that that's one thing you got to say about getting pablo he's a stand-up guy who tries yeah. to pitch seven innings every night it's uh you don't have you don't have the flaws that we've had it's that the twins have had with so many other starters that, that they brought in here you know mike but, pelfrey was mike pelfrey was a good guy yeah, he was. He was a good guy. He was a good. Couldn't wait to get there. You know, he, yeah, he was a good guy. He, he, he'd, he'd take the ball and, and be back in a little while. But as Wayne, he'd be pretty said, lathered up after about yeah. uh, an inning and two thirds. He wouldn't, he wouldn't last with the pitch clock with those forty seconds between no. pitches. But he would. But yeah, him and, like him Jason, Marquis. Jason Marquis, man. Yeah, yeah, Jason Marquis was my favorite. Oh yeah, don't you? Who was the lefty? Who was the lefty, the veteran lefty they brought in? The, Correa? Uh, was Correa? Tommy Malone? Malone? No. Tommy Malone? No, 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 I'm, I'm wrong. I'm, it was a right-hander, older right-hander. Correa? Was it Kevin Correa? Was no, that the no, name? you should yeah. see his sinker ball. He was a Hispanic guy, I think. Who was it? Who am I thinking of? Uh, mm, it was, that was Levon years. Hernandez, Levon had eight, nine. I Sydney Levon. Ponson, Ramon Sydney Ponson, that's who I was thinking there of. Sydney Ponson. Oh yeah, he would. He'd have, he'd have the greased up hair too. He'd, he'd go back there and rub a little of that on the baseball. Oh man, that's that's probably another reason the frustration with this team because now it's it's wavered a little. But the starting pitch, they got starting pitching. You know, hell yeah, so, yeah. It, it, it's easy to explain. 
your you know the ups and downs and the disappointments when you got Chris Archer and Dylan Bundy and uh, you know when we got Chris Archer and, and you set him out there and say try to give us four will you Chris come on hang in there buddy your guy Maeda was great yesterday yeah he was he's fantastic one home, one home one home run and you're done you're one you got no yeah, chance that's to win with this team. It's, yeah, we uh, do have some reserves too. Declan actually was out at CHS Field scouting. Uh, not only Brooks Lee, but Randy Dobnak was on the boat. Oh, he saw the Dobber. He was telling me this. He saw the Dobber. Dobber kind of struggled through four yeah, innings, yeah. but quite a festive weekend over there. They're uh, Saturday night. They're uh, they're uh, uh, retiring Daryl Strawberry's numbers. I had forgotten that in uh, twenty nine games and one hundred and eight at bats. He hit 18 home runs. <laughs> I think he was too good for the Northern League. That's a, that's my uh, that's my. He hit 18. He had 18 home runs and 39 RBIs and 108 at bats. And they also walked it like 35 times. His on base percentage was like 550 or something. So it is amazing. I think he was a little too guys. good for that league. Well, remember when Kevin Millar, Kevin Millar came in and just hit a jack on like the he hadn't played in a few years and just <laughs> yeah. hit a bomb. I. I looked up, I had him look at, because I wrote that column about him for Wednesday, and I had him look up, hey, the electronic library, look up and see if I wrote anything about Strawberry during the, what I, I know I wrote some stuff about Strawberry in the 1996 World Series. It was a Strawberry Diary. I wrote, wrote like seven <laughs> columns about Strawberry during that World Series. It was, uh, I mean, because he did some things for me. He, he did help him and, uh, and he had a relapse after that, but then he's he's good now. He's a preacher, been a preacher for seventeen years, and his third wife. And uh, the wife here, they had here that was a really patient, uh, wonderful gal. But that one didn't work out, I guess, when he had his uh, when he had his next relapse. He's also beat colon cancer. Yeah, so, anyway, I had forgotten about that till I saw that in your column. Yeah, but uh, man. You look back, they had those two guys. They had Doc and him, and they were both about 22. They thought they were going to They thought they were gonna own the world. Did and Doc you know, come up in 84, Pat? Huh? Doc, came up, Doc came up in 84, right? Because the Cubs won year, the division. Year after Strawberry, yeah. Year after okay. Strawberry. Yeah. Doc was, uh, he was unbelievable. But you know what? I never tried it, but that cocaine must have been pretty good stuff. Because people <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, people seem to like it. Once they tried it, they seem to like it. So, uh, you know, that's, you know. Well, those I, Mexicans I mean, are I like, fueled by Coke. I like gin, you know. So I I don't, I don't feel, you know, I don't, I'm not down on them. It must have been pretty damn good. I don't know. I just those Mets. Those Mets teams. Read read the book. There's a book that came out about the '86 Mets uh, when they were flying back from winning the NLCS (laughs) in Houston. They they tore the plane apart. It was so bad that they basically billed them for the plane because the interior was nothing but like drug paraphernalia, and they like (laughs) tore the seats apart. Plane ride from hell. Jesus Christ. And they were and like Davey, puking on the plane. Like nobody Davey just, came. Davey just sat up front and didn't care as long as 80s, they man. It was the 80s. Had. 80s. Just chalking you know, up to the 80s. You know who was a monumental dink? Davey. God, was he, when he was in New York, he was a jackass. You tried to deal with him. <laughs> he was, un, if he did, you know, if you were some guy coming in from St. Paul, 
and wanted to get 10 minutes with him, you had no chance. He was a jackass. And, uh, but he had a good club. And he had a long run as a manager too, various places. But, so. uh, that, that ballpark was, uh, just a hellhole too. It was just awful chase stadium. And it kind of fit the whole Mets thing. I'm sure there were little cubicles where they could go back there and use their drugs before they went to the got out of the field. It was, but it was, you know, as I say, you know, if you took coke, you didn't, you could afford it. What the hell? You know, the cheap stuff. When they got the cheap stuff, that kind of dangerous. Yeah, yeah, coke was so yeah, good you had to get a cheap variety of it to uh, mm-hmm. use it. Yeah, you, you got to be careful with the. Uh... Off brand Coke, you know, that's yeah. definitely, yeah, definitely right. Too. They were putting the some stuff, they were using a lot of what sweet and low in there with your Coke. I think, I don't know, I don't, yeah. baking soda. I, that was a habit I couldn't afford. So, yeah. anyway. so well, so uh, good luck to Daryl Strawberry going into uh, being yes. celebrated this weekend. So, all and, right, and uh, uh, and we'll look for your recommendations for what Vikings fans can watch next week. Okay, so I'll, put some stuff I'll together. Do, I'll check the TV thing and uh, and and have a list for you of really boring movies. Okay, all right, sounds good. Goodbye. All right, there he is, uh, Royce Unchained, presented by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. Whatever you're dealing with pain-wise, could be anything ankles, knees, up to neck. Summit Orthopedics can help. No referrals are needed. They offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in urgent care. Seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Learn more at summitortho.com.